0: Welcome to a special edition of the 440, of course, built by the Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. We will have a regular show, of course, on Thursday that will take a little bit of a deeper dive into all things Josh Heupel, Tennessee's new head football coach, with a more thorough and in-depth analysis of his career path to Knoxville. But today I'm gonna try to lay out for you here quickly some things for everyone to understand in the form of some instant analysis, some positives, some negatives, just so that you have sort of the complete layout and picture of Josh Heupel. The number one and first takeaway from this process is that this is a far more orchestrated, far more professional and better handled coaching search than the last time. It goes without saying that Philip Fulmer and John Curry and the way it all went down was wildly inappropriate and is why we are here again today finding another new coach. So number one, whether Josh Heupel is the right guy for the job or not, the bottom line is it was handled professionally. It was handled well, and that is a sign of stability moving forward. This is a guy with sitting head coach experience. He was 28 and eight in three seasons at UCF. So right there alone, he is far more qualified than Jeremy Pruitt. Now, How good were those teams? Can he recruit? How dynamic is his offensive scheme? These are all things we will try to quickly explain and lay out for you guys. In the positive category, when he took over at Missouri in 2016 as the offensive coordinator, the Tigers were one of the worst offenses in America when Drew Locke was a freshman the year before Heipel got there. In Drew Locke's sophomore season, they went from 125th in the nation in yards per play to 31st in the nation, a huge jump in Josh Heupel's first season. In year number two, they took another huge jump to number six in the nation, over seven yards per play in Drew Locke's junior season. It was an exceptional two-year jump. That said, if you read scouting reports, talk to smart football people, and watch those teams play, studying their offense... It was an extremely simple offense. One read and go, one read and throw. That was the scouting report on Drew Locke when he was coming out of college and went to the NFL draft. His senior season at Missouri, for whatever it's worth, the numbers got marginally worse after Josh Heupel left for UCF. The Tigers dropped slightly to 24th in the nation in yards per play after he moved on to Orlando. But on Josh Heupel's resume, of course, is the fact that Drew Locke's best season came when he was calling the plays as the offensive coordinator at Missouri. It also means he has experience recruiting in the SEC footprint in two different states now, Missouri and Florida, more on recruiting in a second. A critically important exercise in evaluating any coach is what happened before or after that particular coach left a school or arrived at a school. Scott Frost was the head coach at UCF before Hypel and won the quote-unquote national championship when they went 13-0 the year before Hypel got to Orlando. So Hypel took over literally a perfect team. What has UCF done since then? They have gotten progressively worse, and that is not a good sign. They lost one game and finished first in the conference in Hypel's first season. They lost three times and finished second in his second season. They lost four times and finished third in the American Athletic Conference in his final season. So progressively, first, second, and third in the standings, and more losses each season during his tenure. Not great, Dan. He took over a program that was perfect with tons of momentum and financial success. One of the most expensive stadiums in the group of five, and they are not perfect anymore. And that's cause for concern, which brings us to recruiting. How well do we expect Josh Heupel to recruit in the SEC? Well, nationally, UCF has been ranked 60th, 75th, and 64th in Heupel's three full classes. None of those numbers are big outliers, either good or bad, for standard group of five recruiting nationally. The problem is that they were first in the AAC in his first year of recruiting, and when great coaches rise up through the ranks from the G5 to the P5, generally they dominate their league in recruiting. Think P.J. Fleck dominating the MAC in recruiting before he took the Minnesota job. The issue with Heupel in recruiting is that his last two classes have finished seventh in the AAC and fourth in the AAC, despite recruiting in the state of Florida. The most fertile ground in the league and of course with the best facilities and brand in the conference. So recruiting took a dip under Josh Heupel as well. That is also a concern. I think overall, Josh Heupel deserves a chance to try to win and salvage this Tennessee program. I think Danny White conducted his search in a professional manner. We don't yet know about the process as to how many other coaches were contacted, who said no, who wasn't contacted, all that good stuff. I cannot wait to do the autopsy on the search itself as information sort of trickles out over the course of the next few weeks and months. We will dig into that, of course, over time. Having said all of this, my personal opinion is that I do not believe that Josh Heupel is the guy to return Tennessee football to glory, winning SEC East Division championships and competing with the best teams in the league. If the program is hit with massive sanctions and he is the guy short-term to usher them through this potentially very difficult stretch of time, a la Matt Luke at Ole Miss, then so be it. I still think that if Josh Heupel is the best you could do today hiring a coach at UT, then waiting until December still feels like the better strategy." which would allow, of course, for the athletic department to organize itself, conduct an even more thorough search, while also clearing up all the radioactive waste that is coursing through the bowels of the Tennessee program. It would make the job more attractive to potential candidates. I know the recruiting class is critical this year and very important, but no class is as important as hiring the right guy. Because if we are right back here in three or four years, and odds are, statistically speaking, that we will be right back here three or four years, because that is the lifespan of an SEC coach during the Nick Saban era, then it's not the right move. So, is Josh Heupel good enough? Only time will tell. All of us are largely just guessing at this. Hell, even athletic directors are just guessing at this most of the time. We shall see how Josh Heupel handles it. He deserves the opportunity to prove himself, but the bright lights and the fishbowl of the University of Tennessee are very, very difficult to handle at times. With that, we've got a lot more analysis and insight into how all of this played out. We're going to dive into his resume some more, of course, on the 440 tomorrow, as well as Fringe Element, all right here on the 440 Sports Network. My name is Braden Gall. Thank you for listening to this special edition here of the 440, brought to you, of course, by the Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.